Hi, I'm Laura Mize from TeachMeToTalk.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Hampton. Hi, this is Chip Gerhardt, Chairman of the Board of the National Down Syndrome Society. This is Rachel Coleman from Signing Time, and you're listening to Down Syndrome Radio. 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 Good evening, everybody, and welcome to uh, Down Syndrome Radio, episode 34. This is the right place to listen to if you want to learn more about raising kids uh, with Down Syndrome from our unique dad's perspective. I'm here with my uh, my two good friends and co-hosts, Rick Kosmowski and Jason Kosky. Uh, we are apologizing for being off the air for so long, but uh, we are glad to be back and give you a... Christmas update and uh, where we're all where we're all at these days. No guests today, just uh, just uh, a, a brief, hopefully an hour of uh, catching up with uh, Jason, Mark, and Rick. Hey guys, how you doing? Yeah, hey Mark, Great. good to be how back. Are you? <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing fabulous. Uh, so uh, we we had a little discussion before, and we kind of came up with some topics and whatnot. And it's hard uh, to not, you know, like old friends do, just start catching up. But uh, why don't we go one at a time and just give the, uh, you know, uh, the quickie what's been happening and uh, and where our kids are at the, at this stage. Why don't Why don't you go next, Jason? Okay, I am I am not in my house. I am in someone else's house right now. Uh, my house is still being remodeled. Um, hopefully, we are hoping, hoping, hoping that it will be done uh, next week so we can go right before Christmas and have Christmas in the house, but um, we'll see. That would be a I Christmas am, I'm miracle. I'm trying to be optimistic, but it's been four months now, so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> it's very hard. So, so this is the house you were living in before, you just haven't remodeled? Yeah, we're getting the bathrooms redone and the kitchen. It's kind of exploded. It's just a mess. Never, ever do this, people out there. Mm. <laughs> four months. Wow. It must be like a whole new house. Like it could be an episode of one of those shows that my daughter watches. Uh, I, I wish it was because in those it takes a lot less time. <laughs> it takes less than an hour. <laughs> yeah. You know, in a Down Syndrome Radio time frame, it's only one episode. So it, yeah, that's it. True. Just flew yeah. by. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was Jason's fault. We couldn't. All the equipment was in his house. Uh, what's so yeah. So you know, we've been we've been dealing with that plus. You know, uh, this, the whole, you know, first half of the school year has gone by and, um, my oldest daughter Eloise is in second grade and she's doing fantastic. And Dexter is in his last year of preschool. So we are actively looking for the right, um, school for kindergarten for him to go to. Uh, we're in kind of an interesting situation because Eloise goes to a, a French, all French um, school. So we just don't think that's the right place for Dexter, but it's like a really good place for Eloise. So we don't want to take her from that school and we're trying to find the right place for Dex. Um, so, Do they you know, actually it's, speak it's French nice, at the other school? Nice because... Go ahead. Do they actually speak French at the other school? Yeah, yeah, it's an immersion school, so all the mm. all the teaching. Très bon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty great, actually. It's amazing. Huh. Is that like a family? 
No, it's a it's a public school actually. Just lost my. It's a public school in France. She just she just gets on the jet every day, <laughs> yeah, or she she telecommutes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a public school here in San Diego. They have um, wow, they have uh, French and a Spanish um, programs. So they have um, you know like a there's three. I think there's three. What well, starts in kindergarten? Three kindergarten classes of Spanish program and three kindergarten classes of the French program. And so she's been wow. there since kindergarten and and. She's been doing a fantastic job, and it's just worked out really well for her. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, we just think it's kind of just too much for Dex, a little bit extra hurdles, something that he doesn't need. Right. Speech therapy, um, two languages, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of nice because we have a nice, clean slate. We don't, you know, he doesn't. he's not tied to, to go anywhere necessarily, but, you know, it, it makes it difficult. We're trying to find the right the right place. Do you get the, do you get the choice, really, or, or don't you have to go to the one that's near your house? Uh, well, you would automatically be able to go to the one that's near your house, but actually San Diego has like a lottery system for um, a lot of the, uh, I think it's any public school, any of the public schools. The charter schools are slightly different. They have their own independent lotteries, I think. Um, you know, so there's all these lotteries, basically. You guys will gamble on anything. No, <laughs> and it's it's just a crapshoot, so it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to say. So we're 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 actively looking for new. So if you're listening to this and you're in San Diego, and you have a, a fabulous school that you love for your son or daughter with Down syndrome, send me an email and I will check it out because I am open to suggestions. Yeah. That would be super. Looking for Absolutely the perfect super. situation. Well, uh, I would think that whole uh, inclusion thing is something that uh, that we've been... We're going to our local school, and uh, our local school is borderline inclusive. Uh, we have to fight a little bit to keep it that way. But I think uh, if you interview... I think it's usually the vice principal that's in charge of the um, special ed that... Uh, you would want to know her, you know, her version of inclusion. Is is inclusion, you know, lunch and gym, or is inclusion pretty much all the time like it should be? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's exciting, man. Yeah, so it's a big deal. So Dex is going to, um, he's actually going to a public preschool program this year too um, for, I think it's three hours, three hours a day, uh, four days a week. So. It's kind of it's limited in the hours, which is really you know it's not very convenient for a family of two working parents. But um, <laughs> so so basically, we've kept his you know he still goes to the other like private preschool that's you know the church run preschool uh, that he was going to before. He, we just you know, take him to one in the morning and then drop him off you know around nap time uh, at the other school. So it's you know there's a lot more more running around, but um, but he's getting kind of a more a more structured school environment in the in the public um, preschool program, and it's it's worked out really well. So it's it's a little extra headache, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely working out. So, so. What, what what kind of stuff is he into these days? Like, what kind of toys does he like to play with? What does he want for Christmas? Is there something that he's you know into? Um, he's very into books. He likes books. He likes to read. So, I mean, he likes to be read, too. I guess he's still not reading. Um, he likes the Gruffalo. He likes what? 
child. You guys know you guys don't know the Gruffalo? I don't know uh, that. No? No, man. Gruffalo what, is a, is I'm a, going to, I guess. It's a British, I think it's a British book. Or a book by a British author. Um, and they have at least three books. The Gruffalo, Gruffalo's Child, and then the one called Room on the Broom. And there are also three um, animated shows on Netflix, too, that, that are basically the, you know, the same as the book. And they're really good. Really, really, the Gruffalo book is so good. Um, and the, and the animation, animated show on Netflix is really, really good, too. And so he really likes that. Like, he was Gruffalo for, for Halloween. Actually, he, we got him a Gruffalo out for Halloween, but he wound up being Olaf again for Halloween, which is what he was like. So what kinds of stuff give up the that, Olaf. So what kinds of stuff does he want for Christmas? Uh, Gruffalo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, like searching Amazon you know, for every Gruffalo thing you can find. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He likes. I mean, he likes animals and people. Those like people toys, uh, books, stories, all kinds of stuff. He's he's finally kind of getting interested in like, um like coloring and stuff it was you know it took a while like we we would always try to get him to like color and pick up stuff and you know just work with his hands more and and he's finally getting into that a little bit more um so it's good i found that he 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 enjoys um he enjoys it more like if he's standing up like so like chalkboard or a whiteboard or something like that is a better is a better tool than like sitting at the table um writing or drawing, crayon, you know, coloring. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, things like that. We're trying to, with this remodel of the house and not being there, Christmas is going to be pretty low-key. Um, and we're trying to try to limit the, the amount. We've been living in this, this rental house, you know, without without the, the boatloads of crap that we have in our, our real house. And everyone's been entertained for four months. So... Uh, I'm very excited to just kind of get rid of a lot of the random crap that we have laying around the, our real house. Yeah. Uh, uh, really? Again, all these toys and stuffed animals and just a bunch of crap. Ready to get rid of it. Cool. Did you do anything uh, uh, in the Down Syndrome world much? Did you guys have your uh, uh, your buddy walk or anything good like that? <clears throat> yeah, we did have the buddy walk. And um, we did participate. And it was it was... A blast as usual. Um, we didn't go crazy like we have in the past, just with all the remodeling, school stuff, and let's um, been traveling a bunch for work, and so it's just it's been crazy, kind of all around. Um, so yeah, we did. It was it was good. I mean, we still did a pretty good job fundraising, um, and it was still a really good time. We, we always have a good time we always just kind of hang out for a while afterwards and um one new thing that i've been doing in the down syndrome world is um we have started a dad's group here in san diego it's fantastic yeah it's really good chris um uh, a guy i met uh, chris um east chris hodges he started it and i kind of helped him but he's done pretty much all the legwork and the heavy lifting and all that stuff um but it's yeah it's really it's going pretty well we've had 
fairly regular meetings, you know, monthly, um, kind of slacked off a little bit in the, in the summer, but yeah, it's good to meet a lot of people. Um, it's been a really good, a good thing. And then, um, in right on, I think it was on Halloween, we went to, um, San Diego state has a big, um, event that they do on Halloween. The baseball team plays a, uh, like a scrimmage baseball game. Uh, all the guys dressed up in costumes. Um, and so they've made a, a big splash, I guess, in the last few years with some of the crazy costumes that they've done and some of the antics that they've performed. And so this year they wanted to um, kind of use that momentum to, to benefit a cause. And so, so um, Chris, I guess, knows the, the coach of the team. And so we rolled in that, that San Diego State baseball team into benefiting the dads and, and our DSA. And so they had this baseball game and everyone was in costume and that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was a really, it was really fun. Really good time. The guys were so, so nice. They did a little mock baseball game before their, their scrimmage and the kids got to run around on the field and, you know, hit off the tee and run the bases and stuff. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a really cool event and I, and I hope it, it continues on. The guys were, were really great. Um, when we've done stuff with you know colleges and universities nearby, that's exactly what you just said, Jason. You build that relationship from like the first time, and it, it's so much easier to do it again the next year. And the next thing you know, you have this resource of you know place place to do an event and yeah. volunteers when you need them because you have all these like young college guys or girls that have all this energy to help out with stuff. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was it was really really fun. I, I probably may have enjoyed it more than Dexter, but uh, he, he <laughs> I was I was trying so hard. He, he just didn't want to hit the ball off the tee, and then finally I got him to go up there and hit it and run, and, and he really liked it. So he, yeah, I was I was so glad that he did it. It was it was a good time. It was really fun. Great. Um, and um, uh, Champ, I think it's Champ Peterson. Is that right? He, he was there. Yeah, Jock Peterson's brother. Jack Peterson plays for the Dodgers, and Champ is his brother who has Down syndrome, and is, I guess, is you know, super fan, Dodgers super fan, and he's a represent has his own like best buddies organization. So they came down from L.A. and they were there for the event too. So it was really it was it was just cool. It was a really good time. All right. Yeah, any that was other, great. Uh, any other updates? Any other any other downright awesome stuff going on? Um, not that I can think of. I don't think. No, not off the top of my head. You're not making a T-shirt this year. You need to make another T-shirt. I like that T-shirt. No, we have we have lots of those T-shirts still. <laughs> <laughs> now we are running out of sizes though. So, but we do have we do have a bunch of uh, shirts. Uh, we got we gave a bunch away at the Buddy Walk. Um, good. Good. That was good, yeah. It's, it's, it's been good. I mean, we've done... It's amazing what we've done in the last couple months, I guess. Feels like not much, but a whole lot of other stuff, too. I still have uh, my three... I don't I don't want to talk about one t-shirt and not the other. I have my 321 Foundation t-shirt as well. Oh, yeah. 
I don't have a family T-shirt to give away, so I, I have to have to wear you guys. Uh, now you have to have like the Owens family T-shirt. Too. I actually do. I have uh, I have one for uh, um, uh, Engineering Fatherhood. On the oh, okay. Podcast. Well, there you go. Perfect. I suppose. <laughs> Uh, all right. Do you uh, you want to give an update, Rick? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, you know it. It doesn't seem like a lot of time has gone by, and a lot of time has gone by at the same time. So it's just crazy how fast it, all this stuff happens. So Kayla is nine now. She was gone into fourth grade. Um, my uh, the other son turned three. He's and he's just hanging out and. Uh, since we talked last, we found out that uh, my wife is pregnant, and uh, just yesterday found out we're having a baby girl that's going to come in April too. So, Woo-hoo! lots of stuff happening. I yeah, know, man, that's Join. awesome. So, You're going to have to add the, girls. To the things that we have in common. We're all going to have three kids. We're right? all going to so. have three kids. Yep, yep. Welcome to the club, dude. Oh man, yeah. So that's I'm st- so. I mean, yesterday I just got into the uh, get the the realization for me that I am, that we are having a third kid and it definitely is a girl. You know, my wife knows that every day, but you know, it just takes a while yeah, to set that's in that that's, you're actually having a kid. So yeah, Rick, if it's any, if it's yeah. any indication, uh, I just realized that in my update, I didn't even talk about my third kid. So. <laughs> uh, hey everybody, Jason, sorry, man. Third kid. There you go. Yeah. What, you what, know, what, what, I feel so bad for the third kid because yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, let's, let's go ahead and give her a name. <laughs> Maeve, she her name is Maeve. Yeah. She's twenty months, I guess. There you go. Her birthday's in April too. So yeah, I guess she's twenty months old today. Boom. Well, happy okay. twenty month birthday. Happy twenty month. This is that we dedicate this episode to Maeve, who got <laughs> forgotten. Yes. Uh, yeah. And the and the unborn K two, whoever you know, whoever that's going to be. Uh, yeah. Well, Rick, we recommend it. Three kids all the way. At least oh, three. Man. Right, so all that, all the stuff that goes with that is coming down the line, uh, you know. But you know, for another episode, new house, new cars, new all that stuff, changing things, all the stuff we have is not big enough for three kids. So, mm, well, you know, except for clothes, we save those. So, good. like Jason, you know, we got lots of stuff. Just all the boy stuff can go now. These stuff. So, so does Kayla know this? Oh, so that's the whole story. Yeah, you know, just to take for, for my for my uh, family size sidebar. So Kayla and Logan, you know, you explain that you're having kids, and Kayla, uh, you're having another baby, and they're excited. And you, know, you ask Kayla, "Well, what do you want, Kayla? Do you want a brother or a sister?" And she's like, "I'm having a sister, and I'm I'm definitely not having a brother." And she's been on the sister rant for a long time because Logan, her three year old brother, is in her business constantly like he's just <laughs> wherever she is he is and he's up in her face and he has a sword all the time you know he wants to have sword fights or guns or fighting or whatever because he's slogan's all about like superheroes and captain hook and peter pan and anything that has like a pirate he's all about that kind of stuff so so always trying to have sword fights with her and chase her and stuff so it's it's pretty so, so Kayla was just dead set that it, you know this is a girl. It's not even a question. You know, so we were, we spent the past like month trying to figure out a way to explain to her if it's going to be a boy. With how we're going to break that into her, uh, <laughs> but um, but luckily enough, hey, well, as far as it goes so far, I mean, I guess ultrasounds they could be wrong if they predict a girl, but if it's a boy, they, 
it's a boy. So I, I was um, thinking Kayla maybe slipped the ultrasound technician twenty bucks. Right. You know, <laughs> sister. Uh, right. So um, we had a. Uh, this is all off topic too. We had a gender reveal party. We, they didn't. They those kinds of things weren't popular before, I guess, with Logan and Kayla when they were born. So uh, we got to do that yesterday, and they had to open a present that had a Christmas ornament in it that was pink, and that way you know you're having a sister. And now wow. everybody's happy. They're having sisters. Kayla's happy because she can have tea parties and dolls and dress dress her up and all that kind of stuff. So see everything's now, good. See now both of you guys, you know, you have three you know, three girls to two boys, you lose the tiebreaker, like if you're picking a movie or something like that. Yeah. You know? So when we you know, when we went to get the, the gender reveal or whatever, I was rooting for a boy because, you know, then when we want to decide between Star Wars and My Pretty Pony, you know, Star <laughs> Wars was likely to win because there'd be three boys. Man, I know I'm having that. I'm having that. Well, you, I guess you guys probably are having, or you may not be having that same discussion this week, right? Oh. Like when? When are we going to see Star Wars? Who's coming? And we, we already got our tickets tomorrow night seven. No, Thursday night seven. Oh yeah, we're not going to dress up though. We we discussed it. We decided not to. Wow, so the whole family going? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nice, fantastic. Yeah, we're going on Saturday, but just just Eloise and Colette. We watched uh, we watched Return of the Jedi tonight because uh, I had wanted to watch all three of the whatever the original ones so that the story would uh, continue. You know, uh, get them all prepped. We had, to, we had to cram it in tonight. We had to eat dinner and and, and watch movies at the same time. Uh, oh man, that's terrible. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> well, I mean, I was running around, you know, cooking and doing dishes uh, and whatnot. But yeah, they all watched. You know, Return of the Jedi is a little harder to get through. Yeah, well, no, uh, Mo- Molly really liked the Ewoks. She said they were really cute. Oh, there you go. It's, yeah, it's essentially the, Mupp- it's the Muppet Star Wars movie, right? Right. <laughs> so tell us about, uh, like, Kayla and where she's at with school, and, uh, you know, okay. is there anything that she's challenges or anything she's working on? Or? All right, so, yeah, let me give you the, the quick rundown here. So heading into school in August, when we last talked, she had her tonsils and adenoids out. So we were a little late with that, but um, she had tonsils and adenoids. And, hey... That was fan. That we had, you know, a lot of worries going into that, but that was fantastic. It all went. She came out of it like a champ. Everything was perfect. Went great. Couldn't be better. She Stop had girl. sleeping issues prior to that. I didn't realize that. You know, she snored as much as she did, and um, you know, woke up more during the night. But um, since then, she's been sleeping great. She hasn't had a sleep study as a follow up yet. But um, they say fifty percent of the people who have sleep apnea uh, with Down syndrome that get the tonsils and adenoids out, uh, you know. They're they're corrected when that happens. So uh, it seems like we're in good shape right now. So that's that's really great. Uh, wow, that's great. And it's happy to see. You give me hope, Rick. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So um, you guys, you know, don't be afraid of this of the surgeries. This is the second. I mean, you you guys may have. I don't remember if you guys have had major have you had heart surgeries or not. But um, you know, Kayla didn't have anything major. The only thing she had was a stomach biopsy for to test if she had celiac before. And I know everybody's always scared, you know. Well we definitely are whenever your kids are having medical procedures oh, yeah. done. Yep. You know, but um but this one isn't that bad and uh, you know, it, we got it done and we've got a great doctor and so everything worked out really well. So, so if that, I used a drill and a quarter inch bit, could I get the same thing done, you think? <laughs> Right, I'm just well, the whole time I'm looking at her now, and I'm like, man, I never got my tonsils or adenoids out. I might need to do that because I snore. Yeah. yeah, and I have I have sleep apnea, and I use a um, CPAP machine at night, and I would love to get rid of that thing. So, but uh, yeah. Anyway, oh, well, that's well, that's good. Maybe, maybe you can watch it on win. YouTube. You know, yeah, figure it out. 
Yeah, the tonsils is one thing that's on the list for Dex, and and for the for it's probably been almost a year now, but he's been waking up, you know, once a night probably. Um, so he was a very good sleeper before that, but he's been waking up about once a night. Yeah, for probably almost a year. So I'm hoping that the tonsils will uh, will help that. I I I think that might yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I mean, we would all. Uh, I know that story. So she'd That'll walk into our room once a night, walk her back once a night, and it doesn't happen anymore. So that's really great. Yeah, so then Kayla, let's see what else did she do. Um, fourth grade. Uh, oh, also coming into that uh, dance class. So Kayla's really into dancing. Like That's one of the things she really likes to do. She does uh, – we, 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 we dialed her down from ballet and hip-hop to just hip-hop. And so she does, you know, hip hop dance class once a week. And then in addition to that, they have uh, Delaware has a minor league basketball team uh, called the Delaware 87ers, who are the minor league team for the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, they had a dance team tryout. And uh, Kayla, it was at the same studio Kayla uh, has her hip hop dancing at. And uh, she wanted to do it. And, you know, Amy and I were hesitant for stopping our bad parents we are for you know thinking ah she probably won't be able to do this you know it's a bunch of other kids it's not the same kind of setting but then uh you know she said she really wanted to do it so we were like okay fine go ahead you can try out and do it and uh, it turns out she's on the team and she made the team and uh they have they practiced and that there was just a their first game for the delaware 87ers to to at the university of delaware last weekend and she's out on the court with all the other kids you know dancing and you know she does a good job keeping up with them and she's not exactly right on with everybody else but you know it's all about the team setting and everybody you know doing it together with each other and it, it's just super heartwarming as a parent and she is proud as could be so yeah, sounds awesome um, sounds like it's I'll worth show, it to watch your great. face you know i'll have to show you guys a video yeah i mean it just it, it's a reminder for everybody to just keep your options open and listen to what your kid wants to do and make sure they get to don't get a door closed, you know, as a parent when, when your kid really wants to do it, kind of thing, give them a chance. Yeah. So that was, that's, that's the uh, extracurricular stuff. And then um, as far as school goes, fourth grade, um, you know, this beginning of every year, you have all that uh, more hesitation and nervousness coming in because I mean, you guys are talking about schools and where to go in our, in our experience, you know, we have choice in Delaware, so you can pick where you want to go. We picked, uh, we picked the school Kayla's in from first grade till now. And uh, we've really found that, you know, each teacher really makes or breaks every year. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah. even more than the inclusion piece. And uh, it really just seems like, you know, you, you're going into each year and you're like, okay, I hope this teacher is going to be, you know, everything we want and out of a teacher. And this year is one of those years. And we, we could just feel the energy after from the first time. We walked in the room and it and it's great and it's just it's been a really good year so far for fourth grade. Um, Kayla uh, spends uh, they have a thing called RTI, which you know you learn it's about you know for help with like reading and math and uh, that's reading. But um, she spends all of her time in the classroom aside from math and um, reading, which is in a is in a pullout setting in another classroom where they work on her with her individually on that kind of stuff. So would, would, and, would those uh, be like the, the, the two things she struggles with, you know, keeping up with the rest of the class most in math and reading? Yeah, math and reading. Math yeah, and reading. I have similar similar thoughts. So then 
when they when they when they do math, you know, uh, is there certain like extra techniques that they use, or you know, how does how how does that just, work? It's just a different pace, so you know, and it's it's so. Uh, with Kayla, so and I think yeah. you really have to look at how your kid learns. Like everybody's, even though you, you know all of our kids have Down syndrome, they all may, they all have some things that make learning techniques towards learning. Where you know they always say you know visual learning is stronger, and visual cues help, and and things along those lines. But then on top of that, you know it's your kid's personality and how they learn. Like Kayla's very hesitant and cautious, and she really wants to master something before she's confident enough to give an answer and continue on. Otherwise, she just picks anything or just says anything just to move on and keep up. So, uh, you know, we were finding that Kayla in a in the setting with all the kids in the classroom and the pace that they were going at, the speed, you know, she would just answer things without really, you know, like, no. Yeah. Luke does that too. She he wouldn't does, care. He doesn't know the answer. He just says, like, 11 or something like that. Yeah. And oh, just, see, there you go. So, yeah. Exactly the same kind of thing. So then, so she comes out, and you know, she's in in this in this other setting, and you know, you have different thoughts about it. They at her school they call it the resource room. So she goes into the resource room, and it's it's all kids with uh, you know that need help with things. So that's not really like your ideal setting for inclusion. It's not you know they're pulled out into a different place, but. Um, it's the best thing for her, for what we have and what our options are today. And the teachers in there are really fantastic. And it's not like she's just sitting there where, you, you know, so, uh, so for her, she's learning math as, as we feel and progressing. And the same thing with reading, you know, she's learning, she's getting better at reading and, and writing along with that uh, and progressing. And I think that's what you want to see. And, you know, to hear Kayla read um, a paragraph, uh, you know, or sentences now versus last year, it, it's way better now. So, uh, you know, you just want to make sure you're seeing that progression and, and things are moving forward. And that's what we're seeing. And, uh, you know, and we just go back and forth on that all the time as far as, you know, does this is this the right thing? Does this look right? Does this feel right? What's the teacher like? You know, is she, are we getting the most out of the time that she's there, and how are we maximizing that, and you know, what's her day look like, kind of things. So, it's cool though. I mean, she has friends in the. She's made friends. The, the way that it's explained, the, the, what we've seen is she has. She's friends, and she gets to be a leader in both environments uh, to lead, to participate in the class in both the inclusion uh, class with everybody, and then in the resource room with uh you know people that need extra help uh so i mean it that, doesn't that's, it that's doesn't hurt that she's say. super outgoing either you know <laughs> sure her, her strength is her strength is definitely the social aspect um you know one of the things though with kayla and i, I think a lot of with our kids you know because you're with so many therapies throughout your life you're more comfortable talking with people that are older than you and yeah. uh, she gravitates towards adults all oh, the time yeah, so she has a tougher time socializing with uh, kids her age so that's one of the things that we focus on you know in the iep too is to make sure she's you know carrying on conversations with her peers right. and it's not it's tough gravitating when you, when toward you, parent, to you, teachers when you watch the older kids be so nice to your to, you know to your child and then you know, yeah. some younger kid walks up to your child, and your child won't give him the time of day. You're like, how do you teach that? You know, like, right, oh. right. That's huge, and it, yeah. uh, and and you want something to happen there, and and then you know, and then you sit back and go, wait a minute, those other kids are just acting like you know, 
She right. just any other they kid need, out there. They need, they need a leader, special right? Because yep. you know that's what you want, but she's got to jump in there and participate too, you know. And so that's, uh, I don't know. I think, I, I just think with time that that gets stronger, at least in our experience. So you know, she's with those uh, you know kids that are her age in the classroom, and she's developed friendships with them. And you know, we had some amazing moment. You know. Our kids don't get invited to a lot of birthdays and outside things. And Kayla's been, at least that's what I hear from other parents. And Kayla's had, you know, a couple invitations to things, which have been just absolutely fantastic. You know, and we've, of course, invite people to Kayla's things like birthdays or <coughs> things along those lines. But um, I think the school year as a whole so far has been going really well. And, um, uh, it's it's just like a it's a day to day thing. We had a um, we went to it uh, with three two one foundation. We did a uh, IEP uh, boot camp kind of seminar in November, and we brought uh, Patty McVeigh and Lori Packle in, and they have a their their presenters. Patty was a, a principal for a long time and an education director for Global Down Syndrome Foundation, and now they have a, a, a their own a nonprofit that they're helping people with. Uh, IEPs and inclusion in schools and um, uh, they came in and looked they did this great thing and if anybody has the opportunity you can reach out to Patty McVeigh M-C-V-A-Y or Lori Lori L-A-U-R-I-E-P-A-C-H-L they will um, they in addition to having a seminar for the day and explaining on you know what inclusion should look like versus not and answering people's questions they also took a look at uh, our IEP itself and gave a whole write-up on it and gave suggestions on what it should be like. And it really fires you up. And, um, you know, it, for, for someone who hasn't been to a, if you're listening and haven't been to a national convention or heard national speakers, uh, you know, give you a, a different perspective, this is a great opportunity to get something like that. Or if you have an opportunity to participate in an IEP, like uh, information session in your local area, do it because it just really opens your eyes and, Every time you do something like that, you walk out of it saying, "Man, I did everything wrong for the past yeah. years of my kid's life." But it just gets you—it gets you thinking again. And then you go back to the school with all these ideas and talk through them and figure out what the best thing is for your kid. So that was one—that was a really strong thing for us, um, uh, just to reevaluate where things were. We 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 decided that you know some of the therapies that Kayla has now that she's in fourth grade, she may not need as much. Um, you know, you get to the—we uh, talked to. Um, uh, I, her name's her name escapes me now. But anyway, the PT. Like, uh, we were talking with people. Like, event Kayla. Kay, one of the goals with for Kayla for this year in her IEP was to walk down steps while she's holding the railing. And uh, so we never really thought about that though. That that was in there, and they asked us, you know, what's that in there for? And that's like, a great as point. As opposed to not uh, holding the railing, or to yeah. As opposed to not holding the railing, right? Hmm. From a safety perspective or something like that. But does that really need to be something that needs to be focused on while she's in school right now? So yeah, we right. were looking back at the IEP, you know, and then just saying, is this really necessary? And could she be spending another time, you know, doing something else? And, um, you know, oh, Patricia Winders at Global Down, Down Syndrome Foundation, we had her, you know, she's a great, you know, world renowned physical therapist for our kids. And, she gave us advice a couple of years ago that was like, you know, eventually you don't need PT because your kid's going to be 
in a in a physical i mean if they can they'll, they'll be in a physical situation with everyone else on the playground and outside and they're gonna be you know motivated to do everything everybody else is doing just by the nature of being around them so you don't really need that anymore kind of thing and that's kind of where we are too with that we're like hey well i can take those you know 15 minute sessions out and now she has more time focusing on other things in school like reading and math or you know uh things that we really need to to move forward with that she's going to need with her later not holding a railing you know or or walking you know down steps with alternate feet you know right. that's that's not, one we have yeah you know that's a great thing to do but i mean i don't think that's that's not going to stop you in the grand scheme of things that's not something we can work on at home you know or somewhere else it doesn't have to be at school is kind of like the way we were looking at what are the things that really need to be at school and don't need to be at school so all right, man. Um, yeah, so that that's uh, let me see if I can give you anything else. Oh, um, so we went, we did a uh, family vacation in the fall. We went to uh, Hawaii uh, along with a, on a work trip with Amy and uh, took the kids and pulled her. That's a crazy thing. So you go into school for the first week and then you leave for a week. So, oh, um, you know, and that's that's what we did in September. But we got um, another thing. I was super scared with Kayla wanted to surf. And uh, I was like, oh, I don't know how she's going to surf. You know, she watches a Teen Beach movie, you know, like and all that oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, High School Musical. And she, or, yeah, Teen Beach movie, right? There's two yeah, of those. Yeah, Teen Beach movie, yeah. So, you know, she wants to surf, and she's talking about the characters in the movie, you know, and she's seeing that in Hawaii. So we I, we did it. We went on surf lessons one day, and, you know, you know, just to put it in her face, she gets up on the surfboard on her knees, and the guy shoves her down the surf, and she goes like a – it was a, it was a lower, you know, surf over a longer stretch, and she went like, you know, fifty yards of oh, surfing on her knees and smile on her face and her arms out to her side, like she's like on top of the world. And, awesome. uh, so I have video of that, you know, and I'm just thinking about it while we're talking, and I haven't posted it anywhere. I got to go dig that up. That's uh, good stuff, man. That is really yeah, good that's stuff. Great. You know, so just, you know, it's more stuff that you just got to think, you know, don't put limits on your kids just based on what you're thinking, because if they're motivated enough to do something, you know, they you can do it. They can do it, you know? Yeah. So serving uh, for Halloween, Kayla was uh, Evie from The Descendants. Logan was Captain Hook. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, Let's see. We just did uh, we just did some Santa picks over the last weekend. Everybody's all pumped up for that. Um, you got anything uh, updates as far as the new uh, um, Able Act? Uh, you guys were the first yeah, to sign sure. it. It's it's Kayla's Law, right? Yeah. So in Delaware, it's called Kayla's Law, which is awesome and have humbling you opened an and fantastic. Or anything, or? What's that? Have you been able to open an account or anything? Or? So accounts are not open yet. Um, but so here's the deal with, with, with the latest with Able for everyone. Um, there still are about, I think there's like 20 states left that have to get the legislation in to get going. Uh, no one has an ability to open an account yet, but they're working on ways to implement it. It looks like the first state that's going to be able to offer an Able account is going to be Ohio. And uh, with probably Virginia following closely behind that. Yeah. Uh, most of that, and the, <laughs> so lucky you. And, uh, the, like I got money to put in that account. 
<laughs> right, right. So that's a big piece <laughs> of what everyone's talking about. So one, so opening the accounts, um, probably a, a smaller portion of the states are going to be able to implement this and have them going in 2016, with a majority of the country being ready in 2017. So there are still rewrites going into ABLE now as we speak. Um, the NDSS is working with a lot of other organizations to um, work on the way uh, the way that you can make contributions to it and how it's being managed. Um, one of the big things that we just heard from the Treasury Department is that it's going to be self-regulated. So when you open an ABLE account and you spend the money out of it, probably with like an ATM card, um, you have certain categories of things you can use the money for, which which is actually a pretty broad range of things. Mm. Um, but the person using it would be required to keep receipts in case they're ever audited by the state. So whatever you buy, you need to keep your receipt for to be able to prove that you're using it for the right purposes. Um, the states the states are just going to put all of the responsibility on you. Uh, there's no they put it on me oversight. but the whole the whole purpose of the account is so that my child has uh you know some funds when i'm not around so yeah. you know my, my child is a child with special needs and uh, keeping receipts is something i find hard to do so yes you know. <laughs> so this opens up a big window for us so it's like financial independence and financial literacy and things that we haven't really talked about that much in the past and you know in, in my neck of the woods or where most people are is you know able accounts aren't for everybody but for people who need more financial independence and be able to use their own money without having to go to a trust and schedule withdrawals or things along those lines um they'll be they should yeah, be able to, to save, do that to but they just need to learn free, how yeah. to do that and it's the same you know it's yeah we all have that struggle of being able to do record keeping so well you know it's 2015 now i mean a paper receipt mm -hmm. is just dumb yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they can, I can tell Kayla, hey, if you go out and buy something on your Able account, when you get the receipt, take a picture with your cell phone, and you it know, shouldn't the credit card company keep itself keep the, a record of the transaction? I mean, you know, you you should have all of that just on your statements, I guess, online. They do, they do, but you know, when it comes to IRS and time and all that kind of stuff, they uh, always want receipts. They don't care about the credit card statements. Well, so. hopefully that'll. That'll be in the and, future. You know. Yeah, hopefully yeah, hopefully all that stuff gets changed in the future. The other big thing that's happening with ABLE is there's the uh, $14,000 cap thing with it. And when I think when you initially start it, you can, like, we're talking back to funding. Like, if you had the money you wanted to throw in there, you can go back f over uh, for the past five years and put five years' worth in to some degree. And then also... They're trying to work. They're trying to get the law changed so that the person who owns it, if they have a job, they can or or their income, they can contribute as much as they want. Where there's no cap, so there's no gifting because that fourteen thousand dollars is based on the gifting amount for one person per year, based on the IRS guidelines the way it stands today. Um, so the idea is. You're not. This is these, this isn't a gift that's going in there. This is income the person's earning from their job. You know, whatever employment it is, uh, for them to be able to use toward to make their life better towards life, everyday life expenses or college or uh, things things along or medical expenses, transportation, you know, what have you. So, the idea is to open it up to allow them to contribute as much 
as they as they want or as much as their you know their paycheck needs them to you know and if you go beyond the hundred thousand dollar cap you lose your ability to collect ssi payments but you still you know it still is excluded from medicaid no matter what the balance is in the account so uh, work, man. So, so, there, so more stuff to come on that. But I just wanted to give that's that's kind of where it stands today. And uh, maybe we, when we learn a little more, maybe in the beginning of the year, we could talk about how you can get it going in your state or how you can help get it going in your state. Yeah, that's, that's the probably. next thing for us too. Yep. Is us to say, okay, so now what do we have to do to get everybody going? Right, and we got to be part get it added to yeah. whoever, whatever, whoever administrate, whoever the minister of five twenty nine accounts are in your state to add this to the suite of things that they offer right right all right man there you go uh, i guess i'm up on to mark so luke is seven he is uh he's just absolutely tons of fun he's really fun to hang out with he's into uh star wars and he's into superheroes and and whatnot um he's let's talk about school for a second you know, he's in first grade. Uh, his teacher is fantastic. He has a nice uh, aide for a good part of the day in class. Uh, he gets pulled out into the hallway for a few things, but when he gets pulled out, you know, there's a, uh, a group of kids in the class that are behind in reading or math, so it's not like, not really just kids with special needs. It's really anybody who's behind. Uh, reading and math are the two, Rick. Uh, you know, that's the ones he has trouble with. Mm-hmm. You know, reading is fine. If anything you can do with a flashcard, you know, and it's memorization, he's all over it, you know. But to sound out a word and, to, you know, to be able to um, uh, pick up a meaning by by um, uh, association, you know, like when you, when you read yeah, a book, you, there's, there, right, there's words, there's words you don't know, and you, and you pick them up by just by reading books and whatnot, and he, he really does it. Like, sure. So we've been working on that and the sounds that things made, all of those um, um, leap ones like uh, the talking word factory and whatnot that have uh, a leapfrog. And I think the character's name is Tad, and he watches all those on Netflix. So we sing things like A-E-I-O-U, they're the vowels, they're the glue, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, he's getting it. He really is. So when we sit down and read at night, if the book is simple enough, you know, he can probably get, you know... uh, I don't know, most of the words on the page and you have to help him with anything that's maybe two syllables or longer uh, that he doesn't recognize. But it is nice to have him read enough to be able to pick up a book on his own. And uh, uh, we have this fight sometimes when he tries to get up really early and his compromise that he'll say is that he can read a book in his room, you know, and uh, uh, he will do that. And you (laughs) you can sit there in the bed, you know, trying to get an extra half an hour of sleep, but listen to him mumbling the words to himself, which is is pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah, again, that's not a bad deal. Yeah, so, sounding out like anything that's a concept that's that's tough, and then and then reading comprehension. They've been sending home things to say that he's he's having trouble with that. You know, they ask all these questions about a book, and the book's like it it doesn't really have a plot because it's such a such a beginner style book. You know, sure. it's just a bunch of words that rhyme or something. But they have to know the title. They have to be able to tell you something that happened in the beginning, the middle, and the end. You have to tell you their favorite part. They have to give you a, a connection. So try to tr- you know try to teach Luke that that uh, esoteric or that abstract thought of a connection because yeah. you know the book is about a cat and you're going to say oh I have a cat too. He doesn't he doesn't do that. Nor does he understand you know what you're asking. You know. Yeah. Uh, so Kim and I have been working on the 
actual questions. Like so that he if some 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 of the things I think he can do, but if he doesn't understand the questions, then he's never going to be able to answer them. So we just you know, we we just drill it into him. You know, what's the title? You know, what's the you know what's in the beginning? What's in the end? We got little little flags that we hold up, and then he answers those questions. So in uh, math, you know. Uh, Counting uh, is 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 easy. Recognizing numbers is easy, but you know addition is is tough. And subtraction is tough. Uh, you know the concept of counting on. Like if you roll uh, two dice and you got a five and a two, you know you don't count the dots on the five. You recognize it as a five, and then you go six, seven for the other two, right? Uh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't get that. Uh, we and we work hard on those things, and he gets the concepts, but it takes so much longer than the rest of the kids. And the teachers always sending. You know things like that. Home for us to work on. Right. Uh, we work constantly. We're, we're using a thing now called touch math, or like uh, each number, like this, like the symbol for one has one dot on it. The symbol for two has a dot, like at the beginning of the two and the end of the two, and the symbol for three's got three dots on it, and so not, so on. So if you kind of memorize the position of the dots, you can you can count the math instead. That seems to be working. But uh, uh, reading comprehension and, and, and math are, are tough. But socially, he does pretty well. Um, he played soccer. Uh, he keeps up in soccer pretty well. He did score a goal on his own on his own goal, but <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> Watched him awesome. uh, basically dodge both oh, yeah. teams while he did it. It was pretty good. Um, and he really enjoys it. Uh, yeah, he's, he's really doing well. He was recently in the Christmas musical for our church as well as the Living Nativity. Uh, he was a shepherd, you know, and he loves the singing and the hand motions and all all that stuff uh, with performing. Uh, we had our buddy walk. He actually ran the 5K. It was amazing. Nice. Wow. Uh, he stopped a few times. And he's funny because he doesn't walk. So he'll like run, 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 and then just dead stop and sit on the curb. You know, it's like you can't run behind him because you'll run him over when he stops. Uh, but like, he did, Come on, man. He ran the, he ran the whole way. Uh, you That's know. awesome. Uh, and that was amazing. Um, yeah, that's great. Oh, the other thing I was going to talk about was the Roche trial thing that we, uh, my wife and I participated in a call with the folks that are doing the study. This is the actual trial for one of their stages of FDA approval where they had done some of the older kids that were like 13 plus, and now they're going to do ages, I don't know, 5 to 13 or some some sort of range that includes Luke at 7. And we were on this kind of public phone call where there were three, one or two people, so there were a couple of people from the program, and they had a web webex up, and they went through a, a thing, and all of the interested parents were on the were on the uh, conference call, and we all asked questions and whatnot. But you know, the amount of data they have on the older group is, uh, you know, there was about a hundred, maybe more than a hundred uh, people who had taken the drug for a period of six months. You know, they had seen the following improvements and they had seen the following side effects. But uh, as we were talking about before the show, you know, they mentioned seizures as one of the side effects and, and then you worry about it. But then you look at the data and, and, you, and you think, okay, 100 kids with Down syndrome over six months and one person had a seizure. I mean, how do you say if that came from the drug or just would have happened anyway, you know? Uh, it, it's, it's a hard decision, Kim, and I still don't know what to do. Uh, when you join up, you have to go there once, maybe more than once. And uh, you don't know whether you get the real drug or the control, uh, and you you know you have to keep track of certain things and whatnot, and you have to sign a billion forms. And there's some slight danger, I suppose, that the that the drug might not really be ready, uh, and different people get different dosages. So 
I would say we're probably leaning towards doing it more for the, um, uh, you know, to help others further down the further down the road as they as they dial this in. If nobody nobody tries it, then it's certainly not going to work. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know what's going to happen with that. Is that like you just go somewhere and take? Like, how does that how does that work? Like logistically, do you, they, oh, they reach you, out to you guys, or you, you got to go somewhere? You got well, you got to go somewhere at the beginning, and they assess you uh, uh, medically. Uh, you know, some blood tests and whatnot, and then they do the battery of the cognitive tests. You know, they're trying that uh, to have some sort of numerical, quantitative, uh, you know, almost, almost like an IQ test, so that they can uh, um, assess the you know the efficacy of the drug itself. You know, and again, over six months, you know, if you're if you're 13, maybe you don't change quite so much in six months. But you know, Luke, in six months, no matter how delayed his learning is, he definitely changes every six months. Sure. Uh, you know, in what in what he can do. So you can't say, oh, he reads so much better now. I mean, of course he does. He's six months older. I don't know how they do that. And and they, and the answers were, they were pretty good. These were these were definitely some smart people, and they were they were trying to account for that. But it still did seem like a, a difficult thing to quantify whether the drug you know actually showed improvement for your child or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I find uh, over the over the years that we, you know, uh, you know, my wife is part of the Down Syndrome Association, and, and you know, we definitely participate in the community. But the amount of Down syndrome related stuff that you know that I'm interested in as a as a as a father decreases as he gets older because uh, I, I my I don't think of him as as much different as I used to. You know, that's just, really true. It I just, agree. It just he's just who he is, and he's wonderful, and it's fun. Uh, sometimes when uh, you know I meet his classmates at a at a party or whatever because he gets invited to those types of things too, uh, you know the other kids talk to me and I can understand exactly what they say and they talk all about superheroes and whatnot and and you know it's a it's a different level of conversation than it is with Luke, uh, you know they pick up on math uh, much you know much more and whatnot and 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 then I can see the differences and, and sometimes that bothers me to some extent but for the most part day to day he is who he is he's fun. He just he's going at his own pace and it's and it's all good. Um, I I noticed something recently where uh, we we had Laura Mize on from Teach Me to Talk and and one of the podcasts she had was about the stages of play and about how you know, she had kind of organized the the types of things kids play with and that you can't really change the order that they'll have to go through them all anyway. And I noticed that some of the things we had tried in the past to get Luke to do. And kind of failed, and then they kind of that 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 little initiative kind of disappeared. Have popped back up. Like you know, we spent a long time trying to get them to be more interested in building with blocks and with Legos and whatnot. And then you know, the other day he's building his own Thomas the Tank Engine trains. You know, not just running the cars, but you know, making the track go all the way across the thing. And and uh, some of the pretend things we had been looking for him to start doing a while back, and then he worked on some other initiative and kind of forgot about it. You look, looking at him now, all, all that stuff that we did, either it came on its own or the seeds we planted were finally taking fruit. So he definitely moves through the stages, and he and he, he, he does That's things on his point. own. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know Kayla looks, so Kayla's nine. But she was never interested in building or blocks or any of that stuff when she was little. She liked tea parties and dolls and stuff. But her little brother likes Thomas and the wooden railways building things and Legos and blocks. And all of a sudden, you know, Kayla's into building castles and things with Legos and blocks. So 
totally understand what you're where you're going from from right, there. So you, so you push you can bring certain, those things back, right? So you you push a certain learning toy or like a, a some sort of a, of a of a play that has an educational aspect to it, and if the ground isn't fertile, you don't get anywhere. But you know, I don't know if the seed remains dormant or some other outside uh, influence grabs them. But then you know they'll 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 pick that up, and then all of a sudden. You know they'll be playing with it. I think one one of the keys is that we have certain times of the day where we uh, we have three children. You'll learn this. You can't you can't be you, you got no time for them. You know, <laughs> it's like sorry, I'm downstairs. You're upstairs. There's no more there's no more screen time because we limit that. You know, right. you're done. Go play with your toys. And I think if you're adamant about that, you know the kids mope and they and they whine and they complain. But if they realize there's nothing happening, they go find something to do. And then, you know, it's amazing. And then they'll get grooving on something. And then to get them to go back to whatever you want to do is is impossible. Uh, it's the same with, with playing outdoors, too. Like, I don't want to go outside. And then, you know, then they don't want to come back in. Uh, I think forced, uh, we call inaction, or I don't know what we don't want to call it, um, uh, uh, un, unled play. And then, and then they'll, they'll, they'll kind of figure it out on their own. Uh, so that's, that's working well. He's good. He's a lot of fun. That's great, man. How about from a health perspective? Are we, I, mean, I don't know if either of you guys mentioned, um, like, uh, as far as just medically, is everything going okay? Are you seeing any trends? I think we talked in the beginning a little bit about, like, you know, the time of year when school starts, everybody gets sick at least oh, once yeah. or twice with, yeah. with antibiotics and all he, that kind of thing. He has a, um, a heart defect that was never significant enough to operate, and they, and they check every so often, and... Uh, as far as we know, it doesn't doesn't do anything. He runs and plays, and he acts all crazy. It's no, it's never been an impact. Uh, he has a recent problem where um, he is. Uh, they noticed that his gait when he runs, he has kind of wobbly knees, like they kind of wobble out. You can tell you can, if you if you stand behind him while he's running, you can see it. And one of the things they asked us related to the stairs, Rick. They wanted him to go up and down the stairs with the alternating legs, and that was you know. And there's a few things like putting a ball between his legs and trying to squeeze the ball and. You know, they got exercises for every damn thing. So that was yeah. supposed to make his, I don't know, his side-to-side muscles of his legs stronger. Wow. But I don't know. To me, he, he runs fine. He's pretty fast. Uh, you know, him forbid you try to keep up with him. Right. So you go to that parent instinct part of it, too, and you're like, is this really, like, the biggest thing I need to worry about? Or Right. It's kind of like you get that dent in your car, and you're like, is it worth $1,000 to fix it? Nah, I uh, think we'll just work on, you know, we got plenty of other stuff to work on. Is he is he in um, orthotics like for no. ankles or feet either too? No, no. Uh, he might yeah. have one pair of shoes that's got like an insert in it, but I think that's it. Uh-huh. Uh, he's fairly skinny, which uh, you know we have. Uh, yeah. You know, all of our children have problems with weight. I think eventually. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's an activity thing or a genetics thing or whatever, but we're you know we're crossing our fingers that that's that that's a good thing. His eating habits aren't the best, but uh, uh, you know he's a happy, healthy kid. He does he does get. Uh, you know the uh, sinus infections, ear infections, and the you know this time of year he's got snot all over the place. And then you go on an antibiotic, and it's good for like a month. And then you know, in a month later, you're back doing it again. So maybe we need to do the adenoids and tonsils or something. I don't know. I don't know what I have to knock on in my house right now, but um, yeah, that's also been something new for us. Is she's made it this far in wow. a year, and usually. Great. Usually it's like a one pre-Christmas really bad, you know, we have to go get antibiotics and then one in, you know, the first half of the year 
it, you know, January, February, there it comes, and and have, you have to work our way through that. But so far this year, it hasn't been an issue. So, so I had one thing. It's about, we're at about an hour, and I probably shouldn't open a new topic, but I'm gonna. End up. <laughs> uh, I was at our Christmas party. This is a little bit of a more serious, depressing topic, but I thought we should bear our souls a little bit for our listeners because I think maybe I don't know, maybe maybe you guys feel like I do, or maybe maybe there's other people out there that do. But this dad was talking to me about his daughter. I forget how old she was, and how she got invited to a party, and uh, this girl who's her super best friend uh, invited her. But then you know some of the uh, and 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 his daughter was playing with the doll and reading a book to the doll, thinking she was the cat's meow. But since some of the other girls were making fun of her, and then the girl that was her super friend, you would have thought would have you know done the right thing and stood up for her, didn't? And then they, and it was a, it was kind of a bad scene. And uh, he's talking about how they were buying a house and whether or not they should have a, a room in the house for her when they got older and, you know, what the prognosis long term was going to be. And he seemed like he was kind of a little bit down about the whole thing. And, you know, we all talk about our kids and how we're, you know, we're keeping up and our, you know, you know, our kids are the same as everybody else. But long term wise, you know, what do you think? Are we going to be are we going to be living with our children? You know, uh, do you worry about other kids making fun of your kids? You know, let's be real for a minute. Our kids, our kids are different, and uh, you know, it's it's not a certain thing that they'll ever move out. Do you guys feel that way sometimes? You get a little bit of wave of, oh man, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, two big things come in my mind when that when we talk about that kind of stuff, and we definitely do too. And you know, so you you get down on yourself with all of that, and then you think, well, anything can happen to any kid or family over time you just don't know so you just have to do the best you can to set your kid up for success in as many ways as possible and if one you know try to figure out what you're going to do like in an as each of these scenarios would happen kind of thing you know and the other thing i think about the thing that haunts me the most is um kayla's nine you know i got 10 years to figure out how I can best support her when she's out of school or help make sure that things in our community are good or what, what can I do to put her in the best place that she can be in? And what, what do we need to change in the around, you know, where we live for people with disabilities to be as accepted as possible mm. in the community? Like that's the thing I always think about. Yeah, but I, I mean, feel like, I feel like school handles a lot of that stuff, you know, and school is when you, when you take the academic piece out of it, I mean, it's great. It's, it's a lot. Well, you, from, at least from my kid's perspective, she loves going to school right now, which is a great thing, and mm-hmm. she gets the interaction she needs. But once that's over, then what's going to happen? You know, yeah, that's, that's that's what we talked about on the show that we don't we don't cover enough, and that you know uh-huh. most of the most of the support services stop, and some of these children have part time jobs, but very few of them have full time jobs, and yeah, I, I don't think many live on their own. Uh, some maybe group homes. Yeah. And, but most with their parents, and I, I, I'm going to say it, there's a frightening amount of them that sit home and watch TV all day. All day, every day, you know. Yeah. For, well, the, the yeah. stat is that uh, people with disabilities spend 50% of their time alone after school. Yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. ho- that's horrible, you know. So how do you fix that? Now, on the flip side, our kids are in the generation that have all these supports that right. people right. that are in that situation right now did not have. So, And, you know, the society's... Or at least it feels like you know society's uh, ideas towards that are changing a little bit, and they you know it, things in ten years from now should be different, or there should be more options. But uh, have you had any instance, Rick, of people picking on Kayla? 
Yeah, sure, sure. And um, I mean, she's even had uh, everyone's going to, and you'll have to whatever different degrees. I mean, the, this year, um, a kid hit her in the face in the on the playground, and really? you know, you go. And she, you know, she tells the guidance counselor and they have to go back and ask or whoever, the principal, or whoever it is at school, you know, and they ask all the kids, what happened? Did you see it? It was it a mistake or was it some kid just running by, you know, right. Uh, right. You know, there's right. all these different stories from everybody. And as a parent, you're, you know, just enraged. You're ready to kill somebody, right? <laughs> right. You know, because you have this, you know, it's just a little, Dude, little touch my, girl. Touch my little girl and anybody, you will see right? the rage. Right. Yeah, you know, so it turns nothing else has happened since then. But there's like there's like one instance a year so far for us that something happens in that there's some kind of if it, it's either a bullying type scenario or it's a you know physical something like that scenario with school or like you'll have a story where uh a kid has a you know a party in the class and all the kids get invitations except for kayla or something along those lines i or i think amy knows it better but like you know there was a story about one of the girls in the class had a party but they she didn't she made up an excuse for why she didn't invite kayla to the party and you know it was some kind of thing that would so she could explain it to her parents or whatever that know them that way it would sound like it was okay i don't i hey, don't know the scenario at all but it's just you know things yeah. things happen you hear these things my, my door's 12 and in seventh grade and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it girls are mean yeah i mean girls that yeah, age, dude. they're mean i mean you know my daughter's a, not the most popular but she's you know she's got her friends and whatnot but there's there's clicks, and she'll be closest friends with one girl, and then, you know, they'll go to the pool, and then that, that girl will see another girl who's higher up on the social food chain, and all of a sudden, my daughter's being ignored, you know? I want to march over to the other girl and say, hey, you have eaten at my house. You will not treat my daughter that way. You know, and uh, and maybe boys are the same way, but boys seem to just, yeah. I, I don't know, they, they, they fight, and then they get together, and that, that there's no problems, but the boys, the, I mean, the girls, the girls can be catty. Uh, yeah. I think they can be tough. That, that's what you hear, right? And you hear that uh, middle, you hear the middle school is the top. I have seen it. Yeah, it's so. it's a little bit like the movies, actually. Right. So, so I was just I was having some of those thoughts, and I, I think that one of the things uh, that's therapeutic for me about ha- having this podcast is being able to, you know, tell the world that that I worry about these things. Uh, the thought of of Luke living with me for forever is not a is 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 not a bad thought. I don't, I think that would be fun to be honest. But uh, I want him to be able to do what he wants to do. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, so that show is out right now. Did you guys see the A and E show with the? Um, oh God, how come I can't remember the name of it? But there's a show yeah, on A and E. Born, this, right? way, born right? this way. Right. Okay. That's so right. the girl on that in the first episode is like, "Hey, mom, don't take it personal. I don't want to live with you." You know, <laughs> I went out. You know, and the mom is like, "No, you're living with me forever," kind of thing. That's and hilarious. you know, that's. I think that's that's a possibility definitely you know that everybody's going to be able to live on their own or, or find that living arrangement that works best for them or i mean ideally you just get married or whatever just like anybody else and live a happy life i um, hope so but but we're looking at i mean we're i just talked about us getting a house you know we're looking at houses with that in our head like hey well what if this right right what if this is a possibility and if we're going to be in this house long term 
you know, which may or may not happen, but it doesn't have that kind of capacity to give her like an independent space if she needed it kind of thing. So, so another thing that depressed me while I, while I bear my soul here, uh, was I talked to some of the older parents at one of the Down syndrome things about what, you know, that whether their, um, their children reach near the end of high school, you know, and they're, and they're not on the diploma track because I think very few of our children can stay on that. They get put on kind of like a, like a work skills, you know, they're trying to teach them, uh, job related skills and what they the majority of them wind up doing is uh, working in the kitchen and or cleaning the tables in the cafeteria and the thought of you know my child cleaning up for all the other kids in high school turns my stomach yeah. I mean I understand the reasoning I understand that uh, you know uh, having the skills to get even a job that's at uh, you know some sort of fast food restaurant or whatever is is probably a good thing uh, obviously, all kids, all, all of us do that at some age in our lives. But the thought that the rest of the kids would be preparing for college and mine would be, you know, learning how to clean tables—it just, I, I understand it all. It makes total sense, but it still makes me feel awful. Yeah, you know, everyone, everyone we've talked to about the diploma track is, everyone says, you know, if your child don't take them off diploma track you know yeah. so if you're in a, if you're in a school in a setting that's you know if you're in a regular you know school public school don't do it because as soon as you do that the expectations go out the window you know yeah yeah and, yeah. and it doesn't really matter now in delaware and maybe everywhere else you know that diploma track's pretty it's tough and uh but you and uh, you know there's just certain rules with the way the common core is right now. Like going back to your comprehension stuff, you know, to answer a math question, Kayla has to read a paragraph and then figure out the math from it. You know, it's just weird. There's weird stuff out there. Oh yeah. Now that everything's comprehension Uh first and then answer the question Uh about the subject. That's impossible. But you you have until you're like 21 or 22 to finish though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, you don't have to take them off that. You don't, the school will try to guide you to take them mm-hmm. off. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a parent, you got to stand up and they say They don't no. want you to because our children's grades then count towards their, you know, their overall scores and ratings. Right. But right. the fact that they count towards their overall scores and ratings will keep them motivated to teach my kids. <laughs> You're right on. And that may not always be the rule. I mean, look, they're reauthorized. They have a new version of uh, No Child Left Behind being, you know, I don't even I have to get, to get updated on that to give an update for everyone, but that just got changed, you know? So yep. that may not always be the rule that's out there, so you don't want to take your kid off that and make that decision now when you have the rest of right, your and then, time and then, to do it. And, and then there's the drugs, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know even if it's a 5 or 10 uh, IQ point jump or something, and it all works out in the next, you know, 3 to 5 years, then... Uh, you know, that certainly can't hurt. Yeah. yeah, I just think there's you got there's other alternatives to exhaust some people to talk to and options and all other kids with Down syndrome out there get high school diplomas. So let's you know talk. Let's figure out what those parents have done and and talk about those kinds of things. And other people with you know disabilities get diplomas that are, we just to figure out how to get our kids in there with that too. And post secondary education is such a big thing now too, right? You know people. Mm-hmm. Mental disabilities didn't go to college, but now there's more and more programs opening up where where they can. So you know everybody's going to college now. You don't have to just stop it. Let's think about what the what they could do in that space as well. I know, 
I know, man. I just, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I spend 99% of my time uh, uh, captain positive, but, you know, every so often you, oh, no. you know, something no. comes up and you're like, ugh. You know, oh, I totally, I, I get just, that, man. It's just no. so hard for him. You, you, you'll take something to me, but it's just, and you can see that he's trying, and he, you know, it's just, it's harder for him, you know? It's not going to, it doesn't get any easier, too, man. And we have study session over study session, just studying and studying and studying, and you feel like, you know, this kid works so much harder than that other kid. Yeah, like, absolutely. That kid that's getting the A's and yeah. getting a diploma. Right. Look how much effort and time, you know, Luke's putting into that. You know, he should get some type of recognition for I the know, effort that he's putting I mean, I forth. I have two older kids, so I, you know, I remember how much time they put in, which was none, you know, uh, <laughs> learning that stuff. Yep. Right. So, yep. Right. Um, well, anyway, so, I'll, I'll stop yeah. being depressing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, me too. I love, I like talking about it, definitely. And that, I think that's... That's what that's dads just, is about, Jason. That's I what think. we do, man. That's yeah. what the dads do. We worry about stuff just like anybody else, right? Yep. So... Yeah, I know. All right, guys. Anything? Uh, anything? Anybody else wants to bring up, or anything? Anyone wants to, uh, um, you know, to? Do you, uh, do you have a moment of a week? Oh wait a minute, Jason. Did you say anything about um, uh, medical or and? Oh um, no! Anything? I you hit on the big ones. We're going through the sinus, sinus stuff. Two Dexter's um, most likely going to get the tubes, two ear tubes again. Um, you know, in the next couple months, um, we're dealing with, uh, aspiration now. He's, he's I guess he's probably always aspirated. It, it seems like it's worse now. Um, so we are trying different cups and trying to get him to, you know, just kind of take it easy, slow down when he's eating and drinking things. Uh, and we think the aspiration is sort of, you know, it's definitely, causing some of the sinus problems gets sure. this fluid you know fluid in his lungs and then it just kind of spreads gets infected um those are those are the big ones i mean okay. uh i think yeah and and so the tonsils are, are another thing that uh that that is possibly on the list for when for when he goes under for the tubes uh, is to get the tonsils out at the same time. Um, so yeah, that that is pretty much it. I think um, we're also trying to get. We've been trying to get sleep study done for, she's probably almost a year now. But these different things that keep they keep canceling, or we have to cancel for some reason. So that still hasn't happened yet. Well, I'm not really too concerned about sleep apnea. Um, but he does, as I, I think I said before, he does have some sleep issues, you know, that, that have occurring in the last year or so. He's not, he just wakes up once a, once a night about, and it's uh, honestly for, I would love for that to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For my own, uh, sleep pattern. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> better sleep makes us better parents. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, sleep is a huge deal for like behavior and learning, and so you know, if you if you're not sleeping well, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to to focus and pay pay attention and learn things, and you're not gonna you know it's you're gonna act out more. I think 
um, you guys were talking about bullying, and honestly, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think Dexter's had that. I, I worry about him being the bully more now than I do about him being bullied. <laughs> we you know, have in had the that future. Problem, I definitely yeah. am worried about the bullying stuff, but now I'm worried about his behavior, and mm-hmm. um, he, he's doing a really good job. I think mostly he just tortures our youngest daughter. That's, that's his main uh, focus of, of <laughs> torture. But uh, otherwise, he's pretty good. You know, he has his, his moments, I guess. But yeah, he, he's doing a, a, a really good job. Well, I, I do have to say that that we are. Uh, do, I'm going to knock on something now too. But potty training is. I mean, we're we're done. I mean, it's hard to say, but it's been months for, you know, accidents uh, while awake and even while sleeping. You know, we've been doing been doing a fabulous job. Um, That's great. So, yeah, All right. It's, it is. It's it's a it's a huge, uh, a huge thing to have out of the way. That's for sure. Yeah, no, those types of self-help type things really, really pay off. You're like, you know, just got to suck it up, do them, and then, and then you reap the benefits, and he, and he feels the pride, and it all, it all yeah. works out great, you know? Yeah. That's it. For, for where it's worth, Kayla still wears um, pull-ups at night, yeah, and she's nine, you know, but she has occasional nights where she just doesn't get there, so. Yeah. Depends on how she, what she wants to do, and. We're okay with that, you know. Whatever's gonna make yeah. him feel better. Luke, Luke's recent triumph is uh, he can get himself in the car and belt and buckle himself in. That's yeah, something that's, that's been driving me nuts forever. <laughs> it was yeah, like offering him candy. That's awesome. If, if you can do it yourself, I'll let you play my phone. You know, and he's like, I can't do it, Daddy. I can't. I'm like, Yes, you can. You know, and Kim won't wait. She's always in a hurry. So he's like, Well, I'll just do it for him. But a few times, I just sucked it up and said, No, just fiddle with it till you get it, buddy. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Being patient, I I found it. You know, it really is a huge deal. It's, I think that yeah. Dex, Dexter's big, you know, big. Uh, I don't want to say breakthrough, but like our when we were on vacation, um, you know, when we were together for, you know, I don't know, almost three weeks, uh, and we had you know all the time in the world. Um, like that was a huge deal for potty training. I think it just you know it was just a huge chunk of time where that 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 was kind of the turning point i guess you know so just having being patient is really it's it's something i have to work on that's for sure dude it's so hard i mean your life is you, really you guys hard, both yeah. work you got three kids you know it's like i don't think anybody would blame you it's hard to be patient yeah but it really does help yeah i agree well uh anything else man men I don't think so. All right. Anybody want to plug anything? Um, obviously, we want to plug uh, downcenterradio.com. We want, I wanted to note right. that we have, uh, I just checked the feed burner while we were talking, and we have over 100 subscribers, according to that questionable counting mechanism. And on Facebook, I noticed we have over over 500 likes. Yes. So that that uh, that's taken off, right? Good work. Good work with that. Uh, we have uh, downrightawesome.com. Of course, we are the Downright Awesome Dads. I love that title, and I will keep it to my grave. Uh, and then uh, for 321 no. Foundation is 321foundation.org? Dot com. Dot com? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And uh, oh, on Twitter we have seven hundred and fifty nine followers. Really? So yeah. So uh, you want to be add one and be the seven hundred and sixtieth follower? We'd really appreciate that. You know, I really still don't really know how Twitter works. <laughs> <laughs> it's you magic. sign up it's and, then, and then things. and then and then when you yeah. when you tweet something, everybody gets an email. No. 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 Okay, so I don't, I don't know how Twitter works. That's clearly, awesome. clearly I'm, I'm the oldest here, clearly. That goes to your engineering fatherhood or next 321 podcast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could, we could, we should maybe go back to like, uh, God, remember we did apps so, such a long time ago. Oh, yeah. The app world yeah. has probably yeah. changed. Yeah, but I don't know much. I don't know use. as much about it. Uh, yeah. But that's, yeah. that's, you know, we, uh, there's, there's, there's tens or hundreds of good, of good topics out there. Um, yeah. And you, did you have somebody you want to give a shout out to, Rick? That you mentioned? Oh, hey, um, you know, uh, we have listeners, and uh, just so <laughs> happens that I, as you mentioned, and we appreciate every single one of you. And if you have anything you want to hear in particular, let us know. But uh, I just, it's a small world, right? I work at um, J.P. Morgan Chase uh, for my real job, and uh, just so happens that someone in Texas was listening to our podcast and found out that I worked at Chase as well and got an email and we got to connect, at, you know, through work about, you know, over this, over, you know, with having the common thing with a child with Down syndrome. And it was cool to be able to talk to somebody and, and just connect and talk and see what they're doing and uh, get to meet them and understand what's happening in their life. This particular lady has a, a two-year-old daughter and she, you know, she's just getting into everything. So, yeah. Go, Rick. Uh, Go, it, listeners. It's oh, cool. Good. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. And and I guess in 2016, we're going to be better about uh, about guests, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the problem is that, you know, between the guest and the three of us, there's four people's schedules that need to be coordinated. And it's been yeah. it's been tough to find, uh, you know, in the Venn diagram of our four bubbles, an intersection of time that we could that we could do these and we've we've lost a few opportunities or we've at least uh you know had to push back a few a few guests for that for that reason yeah so i think we get i've gotten a bunch of great feedback i mean from when i say a bunch like you know a handful of people that every now and then you get a comment and you're like wow that's great this is really helping somebody and helps me talking with you guys so it's yeah. great. All right, let's wrap up. Um, uh, last minute things, or I'm gonna I'm gonna play the closing song. Play it. Oh no, that's not the right song. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody, talk for a minute. I got myself confused. That's actually Guns and Roses. <laughs> Hang on, I have it all cute. I swear. Sweet child of mine, or something. That works. <laughs> Ooh, that would work. Hang on, do I have it? No, sweet home. Oh, maybe I do. Yeah. All right, here we go. We'll just play the little intro part. Cause you're right. That would be that would be better than what we had. <laughs> oh, perfect part of the song. Yeah. There we go. All right, you guys are good dads. I'm gonna be more like you in 2016. <laughs> yes. Rick's gonna go minivan stuff. We're gonna have to disguise our voices when we go outside so people don't get us. Right? <laughs> 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 Autographed um, 8 by 10 Right, right Well here's one Kayla just had her first uh, dance by herself So we weren't allowed to go to it Oh my god Wow Well, the, what did she say about it? Did, uh, did she dance with Was it a boy-girl dance? She said, uh, you're staying here And drop me off And I'm going to the dance Wow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a determined yeah. one 
So uh, fourth and fifth grade in her school do a dance, and the rest of the first through third, they do arts and crafts and other rooms. That's how our school does it. I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I have uh, a daughter who's 12 and hasn't gone to any dances yet, and then she can she can keep that going as long as she dances. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you uh, uh, next year or possibly sooner. We'll probably have Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Happy Christmas. Christmas. I'm gonna pause the recording.